Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seize Your Midlife. I am so glad that you are here today. So today is a little bit of a different episode. It's not a solo episode, but it's not really an interview either. I have back on the show today Shannon Salentine, and you might remember her from episode number five. It was my very first interview. She is my friend of nearly 30 years. So um, Shannon, welcome back to Caesar Midlife. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Yay. Okay. Can you just give everybody, and of course I want them to go back and listen to your episode if they haven't, but can you just give everyone like a little snapshot of who you are and kind of your background and how you kind of emerge into being a life coach? Sure. Thanks, Bree. So I am a leadership and life coach, just as you mentioned. I'm based in Durham, North Carolina. And up until about four years ago, I was working full-time for a pretty big management consulting firm in a leadership role and then made the decision to really change everything. I was working in global health, working on health systems strengthening projects all over the world and really found due to you know family reasons and personal reasons that I wanted to change it up. I wanted to do something different. That what I had wanted all those years was now something else totally. And so I went on a venture to figure out what that would be for me and arrived in the land of professional coaching. And now I have my own coaching and facilitation and consulting practice called Lead for Good. Awesome. And I said this in the first episode where Shannon was on too, that she's really humble. But if you just Google her, you'll see she's big time. She (laughs) is like a global health leader in her field has been forever. And so you'll see her name. And even now as she's stepped into her coaching practice, she's working with really important organizations in addition to individuals. So I just know she always downplays her bio. (laughs) Thanks. And I think it's important for your listeners to hear about you again or more or whatever it looks like for you to introduce yourself now that you're a podcaster. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I don't know that I have like my elevator pitch down quite yet because I haven't really, I mean, I've talked just a little bit briefly with like stories thrown in, but I don't know that I've really given my bio um, on the podcast before, but I am also in the Carolinas, but I came maybe a little bit more reluctantly than you as a 
lover of all things Wisconsin. And that was about two years ago and a really pivotal time in my life. Um, Not only was it the middle of the pandemic, but my husband had been transferred from the company he was working at, where he was working remote in Wisconsin, to be here near Charlotte. And also, I kind of felt like it was time for me to move on from my business that I had built from a $500 loan from an (laughs) ex-boyfriend into a seven-figure business with over 100 employees. And that business was my first baby. That business was my family, my friends. It was so much to me. It was so much of my identity, but I felt like it was time to move on, especially since I was moving. And so I sold that business of 19 years. And for the first like six months or so that we were down here, I felt like I was on this just amazing vacation of kind of exploring my new city and my the surrounding areas in the Carolinas, which is amazing. But then I just found myself kind of wrecked because I had no longer an identity. And people would say to me, what do you do? And I just would say, well, I used to own this business. I used to because I just didn't have anything to say. So I found myself probably what I would say in the middle of a midlife crisis. And so I got really quiet with myself. I cried a lot. I hit steering wheels, as you may have heard um, in episode one, kind of going, oh my gosh, like what am I going to do? And then it came to me, this idea of seizure midlife. And the reason why it came to me is that so many women that I kind of mentioned this to were also saying like, oh my God, I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life either. I'm kind of at a crossroads or I'm not feeling super enthusiastic or, you know, there were similar sentiments to what I was going through. And as far as the podcast goes, I had kind of tossed around because I'm a storyteller by nature. I love to tell stories, um, maybe like more enthusiastically and too much information. Um, Anyone that knows me personally probably knows that, but I love to tell stories. And it was just kind of in my mind. And then it was you, Shannon, that we were at breakfast actually in Myrtle Beach. And I mentioned it to you and you were like, oh my God, you have to do this. There's like a million things you can talk about. And so I came home and I signed up for Jenna Kutcher's podcast lab class. And I, you know, just taking the class, I put all the stuff into my Amazon cart that I was going to need. And my husband surprised me and bought all of it. And then my son set it all up. And so I was like, okay, I think we're doing this. So the podcast was born. And here I sit right now. Yeah. It's like, I'm thinking so much about how we always say that life is so short, but hearing you share your story, Brie, and our friendship has been a long one, right? Being a friend and having that longevity with you has been really special because there's no way that you and I sitting, you know, in the Einstein's bagels on Downer could have ever imagined, you know, the journey that we've taken over the last 20 years. Oh my God. Or 20 plus years. Yeah. Right? Like you ended up living in Africa two different times. I lived in Korea. I live, I mean, like, no, you're right. Those girls, those early 20s girls could have never imagined the path that we were set on. And even now that here we were in midlife, kind of making a shift again, right? Like yeah. starting totally new 
things as 40-somethings. And I don't think we're alone in that. So so Bree, we're here because we're going to talk a little bit about the Seize Your Midlife retreat and announce it. And I want you to start with why. Why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. So it's so crazy because when I put the first episode of the podcast out into the world, I was kind of like, I don't know, is anyone going to listen? And I started to get messages back from women that were like, oh my gosh, I hear myself in your words. And then when I started to release interviews, people were like, wow, that was so inspiring and I'm doing XYZ now because I heard that. And all of a sudden, this community was formed that people were reaching out to me. People that I hadn't seen since maybe I was in eighth grade were reaching out to me saying they felt connected to me. And so I was like, you know what? I need to take this to like to be something else. And so I put out just kind of a question saying like, do people want to see like an online class or do they want to have an in-person experience, in-person retreat. And people just hands down were like in-person, in-person, in-person. I think after COVID, I think everyone's really hungry for connection, hungry for being with people, just like interacting with people. And then I think what really got it for me, Shannon, was a friend of ours from our pom-pom days wrote on Facebook, like, when are you two doing something together? Because I'm signing up. And so then that's when I was like, yeah, actually, that would be really cool. And when I asked you, of course, you were like so enthusiastic. And I think too, I just feel like building a place where women who are not only at the same stage in life kind of come together, but that we can just also, you know, have that community experience, but then also really create actual tangible things for people to walk away with. And so that's when the Caesar Midlife Retreat was born. Yeah. And I feel like there's something really aligned with it because ever since the two of us said, yes, let's do this, the ideas have been flowing, the logistics have been flowing. It's just been a really smooth process in pulling this together. Absolutely. And the feedback, like people have been like, I want to be on the list. Like, let me know. I want to be on the list. So that's been super exciting. And I just want to tell everyone kind of the basics. We are going to be limiting the size. In fact, we only have 10 rooms blocked. So they will go quick, but we can always open up more. But it will be a small retreat. We want it to feel intimate. We want it to feel boutique And we are hosting it September 30th through October 2nd at Kingston Resort, which is in Myrtle Beach, on the north end of Myrtle Beach. And if you have not been to Kingston, I know, Shannon, you've been there with me a couple times. But for the people listening that maybe haven't been there, it is so lush. I mean, every single month of the year, that place is just full of tropical flowers and palm trees, and you are steps from the ocean. It is a beautiful place, and it is a great part of Myrtle Beach. And so the retreat on Friday, will do like some cool welcome activities, and we're going to go out to dinner in Myrtle Beach and things like that. But the main bulk of the retreat is going to be held in the Brighton Towers at Kingston, which is literally like in the sand, basically. (laughs) So it's going to be really great. And If you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm driving. How am I going to write these things down? Don't worry. We're going to put everything in the show notes so you can just link right to the information after this. 
Okay. So Shannon, like when you think about, you know, if women are listening and they're like, I don't know if this is for me, I'm not an entrepreneur or, you know, I'm not really in the middle of a midlife crisis. Like what do you think or who do you think this retreat really calls to? So three things come to mind and then there's probably going to be more as I start sharing this. But first it's women who are craving a community and a community of other women who are in midlife where they really feel valued and heard. Having the space to really talk about the real things that are happening in midlife is important. It's missing in a lot of places where we're hanging out right now. And it's also really wanted, right? We're hearing that, that women want to get into conversation about these topics that are just like really at the surface when it comes to midlife. The second is for women who are feeling stuck. I think we spend, you know, the first half of our lives kind of figuring things out as we go along and maybe there's some intention and there's some goals. And what I hear too from my clients is that they get to a certain point and then that story has run its course. It's over. It's time to write a new story. And that story hasn't been written yet. And that can be a place where women get stuck. And it's also a really great sign that it's time to design what's next. So if you're looking for this inspiration to design and create your next chapter, that's the third, kind of like the third big thing that I think this is going to be helpful for is really moving beyond getting stuck and figuring out what is that next thing and making sure that it's something that's just really aligned with your values and your purpose and what you're wanting, what's going to fill you up. Yeah. And Shannon, something interesting that I've – because I've been like, of course, devouring all the things I can find about midlife um, since I've been doing this. And one of the things that I read was that midlife is the most contemplative time in a woman's life. And I think that's just so true, especially the more women that I talk to. They're like, God, I'm just like thinking so much, you know, what's going to be my legacy or, you know, what am I going to do with the rest of my life or is this it? And I think it's really important that we kind of tap into that contemplation and whether there's discontent or not, that it really is an important time to say, hey, like what is going to be your legacy? And I think that this retreat is going to be such a time for people to spend time not only reacting, but also make an action plan. So that's exciting. I have to add on to that because I think I th- you're so right. And I want to expand that and say that one of the beliefs that I've started to really focus in on is this belief that in midlife, I am actually the most resourceful I have ever been. I am the most aware of myself. I am the most aware of my impact. I am the most resourceful I have ever been. And our world needs that. Our families need that. And we need it for ourselves. And so I just see, when I see this group of midlife women who are going to show up at the retreat, it's just like a reservoir of possibility and potential. And it's a matter of you know taking the time to tap into that and then create something that's meaningful for for each person in their own unique way. Oh, that's so good. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before, but midlife um, not only is the most contemplative time in a women's life, but it's also the era where they say women become invisible. You know, you don't see women in midlife in the movies. You don't see women in midlife, you know, just really being talked about. But like you said, it is such a time when we are our most true selves. We are our most confident we have this reservoir, like you said, and I really want to change the narrative that this is the time when we're invisible and be like, no, this is the time when we are 
arising is the word I like to use. And we're going to talk more about what that word means at the retreat and what it means for all of us in midlife. But you are so right about that, just like wealth of all the things that we come into this chapter with. Bree, what is your greatest hope for this retreat? Okay. So I think like when I have been talking to women, because I've not only been doing interviews, but I've been also just calling women in midlife and saying, hey, can I ask you some questions? And hearing the words and the places where people are saying they're stuck versus where they want to be, my hope is that women come out of this retreat and they are like, I am so excited. I cannot wait for this next chapter. My heart is on fire. And so that they come out with those emotions and that they also come out with like an action plan of like what their next baby steps are towards their leap or, you know, that they also come out with a brand new community, a place where they can be vulnerable and they can be themselves and there can be real, like you said, conversations that maybe are only happening at the surface level for women in midlife. So I feel super excited because I have no doubt that we are going to create the space for women in the fall. Yes. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what that space is because we've done some really great hard thinking on this and it's it's really exciting. Will you share? I know. I know. I'm so excited. Okay, so the retreat is going to include personal development, workshops, and like coaching, which you know you'd expect from something like a retreat. We're doing a happy hour, which will also be sober friendly too. So there'll be both alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks available. We're going to be doing an immersive social experience, which I'm not going to give away quite yet, but that's going to be really great. And that's going to be on Saturday night. Of course, we are going to incorporate the ocean and the beach into one, if not more, of our activities. And so it's going to be a full few days. We have a dinner on Friday night that's in this really cool area of Myrtle Beach that I know everyone's just going to love. It's a great place to walk around. It's super lively. It's going to be fantastic. It's called Barefoot Landing. If if anyone listening has been there, it's such a great spot. So we're having dinner there. And so just so that everybody knows, the hotel that we're, we have the room block at is the Embassy Resort that's at Kingston. And if you reach out to me at Caesar Midlife or you check the show notes, we have a group code. And we have a really great rate. All of the rooms are king- ocean view rooms, which will be amazing. There's like a Starbucks in the building. You can take your Starbucks and walk on the beach. It's going to be so fantastic. We're also doing like little welcome gifts for everybody. I don't know. I think Shannon, did I, did I get that all? Yeah. I think the one thing, we really want to create a space for connection, not just with each other, but also with yourself. And so there'll also be some time for you to take a break and for you to relax and integrate what might be coming up for you or just like chill out and be grateful that you're in this beautiful place. And I have to say, one of the things about this spot in Myrtle Beach is that the beach is amazing. The ocean is gorgeous. It's this wide white sand beach that just goes on forever and ever and ever. And it is a place where I imagine us taking lots of big, long walks at different times in the day and talking about the things that are on our minds and in our hearts. Oh, absolutely. And it's so funny that you say that, Shannon, because one of my old like cheerleading friends who I have not seen in almost 20 years 
I had put something on my Facebook page for Caesar Midlife asking like, you know, midlife questions like, what's my purpose? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? How can I feel more excited? And I talked a little bit about the retreat. And I just have to read to you what my friend Laura wrote because I was like, yes. And I think it's so in line with what you said about like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like luxurious. So Laura wrote, I promise you there are incredible answers to these questions. If life is distracting you from looking inward and listening to how your gifts are going to play out in your next chapters of life, take this time to focus on you 100% and get the answers on this retreat. And then she says this next part, which I'm like, yes. Also, does anyone else see the word treat in retreat? (laughs) I'm thinking good food, sun, comfy bed, all the things. Do it for yourself, the payout for you and everyone else is worth it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even pay her. I didn't (laughs) pay her to say that. It's just like, yes, it's a treat for you. And I think something too, Shannon, to just add in like what I've heard from women in midlife, and I'm sure you've heard this from your clients too, is that we have spent our entire adult lives basically, I mean, aside from maybe our early crazy 20s, but caring for other people. Other people, our responsibilities have been the majority of our life. And I feel like this is finally the time to gift ourselves, putting ourselves first and realizing that that trickles down to our children, that trickles Mm -hmm. down to our partners. And, you know, whether you are a mom or you're not a mom, you have been caring for people. And it is so critical to care for and nourish not only your physical self, but your emotional self too. And I think that that's a really important piece of this. Mm-hmm. And I know one of the words you and I used as like we were throwing back and forth, you know, talking about the retreat was the word magical, that we yeah. wanted people to walk out of the retreats going, that was magical. And so I don't know, Shannon, one of the things I wanted to just have you kind of chime in about, and you are so good at this. When I was looking at getting a business coach for myself, I was like hemming and hawing like, oh, it's kind of expensive. And I remember you had always said to me like investing in yourself is so important. So can you just talk a little bit about your theory on investing in yourself? Yeah. And I think I want to come at it from this perspective of if you're in a relationship, in a partnership, married, whatever it might be, with responsibilities and financial obligations, that it can be really hard to say, hey, I'm going to use this money for this thing and I'm going to go do it by myself, whether it be a coach or therapy or a vacation or a trip or a retreat. And so the first time that I had the experience of, I'll say, investing in myself and doing something on my own for personal development and growth, it took me a while to get to that point where I felt like, okay, I can punch in my credit card numbers and this is going to be okay, right? And thankfully, I have a really supportive husband and it's more about me and my own mindset than it is about anything else holding me back. So what I want to say to that is, I always get a huge return. I come back from retreats or I come back from coaching sessions or whatever it might be, much more clear-minded, much more available to my family. And I have something to offer, not just myself, but them. Some direction, some focus, some inspiration, some, some light, something that really doesn't just help me, but helps, helps my family and has actually even you know trickled beyond that into the way I show up in my community and in the world. So I want to offer 
that perspective and also just acknowledge that it is a privilege to have the resources to do this. And it's also needed. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you're worth it, right? Like the women, all the women that are listening to this, just reminding yourself you are worth it. You've always been worth it. And maybe you haven't stepped into that and now is the time. And um, Shannon, like the way that you described it to me when we were having lunch the other day, you said, every time I've invested in myself, it comes back twofold. Oh, yeah. And I love that. And it sounds like just from what you're saying, it comes back more than twofold, you know, fivefold, sixfold, eightfold, whatever. Um, And so I think that's important for people to hear too. Yes. Okay. So when you are thinking about this retreat, Shannon, I know I said the word magical, but what other like two words just come to mind when you're like, this is the feel of this retreat? Yeah. I'm actually – I. Definitely joy. That's one. But now, even just as we're talking, the two the two words that really come up for me are freedom and creativity, because that is what this is going to offer. I know that you know I'm always in some kind of contemplative state, and where I'm really able to get creative and kind of think outside the box and think in a really aligned and powerful way is when I've got some space from my family, from my kids, from my day to day duties. And that's when I get the most creative. And that's when also I come up with some of the most efficient ideas, whether it be like how I'm going to reorganize something at home or how I'm going to change something in my business. So freedom and creativity, those are my two words. I love that. And I I had not heard you say the word creative when it comes to this, but I think it's so important. Even when I had my business that I had before, I always said no great idea was ever born in an office. (laughs) You know, right? Like your ideas come to you in the spaces of, you know, walking on the beach or, you know, I don't know, taking a shower or whatever. Your great ideas never come to you when you're sitting at your desk, like wishing them to come. So I think that, you know, having the space where people can come and give themselves a platform and a space to be creative and have that sense of freedom where the only person that they need to take care of on that weekend is them is so important. Yes, absolutely. What about you, Brie? What comes up for you when you think about it? I mean, I think, I, like I said, magical is one of my words, making sure that people feel like their soul is nourished. Mm. I think one of the things that really has been challenging in midlife and that I feel like I'm figuring out now and that I want other women to figure out is kind of how to beat that midlife malaise, mm. that kind of like, eh, you know, I'm on. Um, the, the words I've heard women use recently are like, I'm on the hamster wheel or like it's Groundhog's Day. Um, you know, and so I just really want people to come out of this with like an actual tactical thing where they can be like, no, I'm going to make these tiny shifts in my life so that I don't feel like I'm living Groundhog's Day anymore. And that's the thing is I think when people think about making a shift in their life, they a lot of times think of something huge, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start a business or I'm going to write a book or I'm going to start a podcast or I'm going to, you know – drive across the border and never come back or, you know, whatever like crazy thing it is, right? That's what they think of when they think of a leap or making a change. But the truth is change can start with such small, tiny tweaks where enthusiasm can be just built back into your life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it takes a lot. And so that's what I'm most excited about is seeing women like just get that back, get that mojo back. I think that we spend so long just bogged down by our responsibilities and that we forget our spirit, like our 
you know, teenage spirit or our young 20s spirit. And so I hope that we can help women uncover that part of themselves again. Yeah. Like what's your midlife spirit? What is yes. it? It's there. It's, you got it. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay, Jess, of course we want to see you at the beach and we want to see you in person and we want to give you hugs and we want to just share this magical space with you. And I want to just say like if you are on social media, you can find out more at Seizure Midlife on Facebook, on Instagram. If you are not or if you are not on our email list yet, go ahead to the show notes and there'll be a link to our Eventbrite. And then also I'll put a link there where you can get on our email list um, so that you have that too. So if for some reason, you know, the dates are conflicting for you or something, but you're like, I want to know about future things, you can make sure that you're on our list. And if you have any questions, of course, feel free to email me at any time. I love, love, love hearing from people. My email is Brita. B-R-I-T-A, the word there, T-H-E-R-E at hotmail.com. And any last word, Shannon, that you want to add? I just want to appreciate you and thank you for inviting me into this and to partner with you on it. I mean, it's just been such a joy to work on this with you. And I cannot wait to see everybody at the beach. Yay. See you at the beach. Okay. So I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening today and being here and thinking about your midlife a little bit differently. If you can, so kindly give the podcast a rating or a review or tell a friend. Or if you can't come to the retreat, can you share it with a friend? I have always said, and I will continue to say, that the more women that join in this conversation, the fuller it will be. Have a great day, my friends, and I hope you find your midlife magic. 